Let's try this again. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, the people of Spotify, YouTube, and Twitch.tv. If you are watching this with video, then uh, you'll notice that the camera work is quite scuffed. I'm using an A6300, 6300, and uh, the autofocus feature is going ballistic. I'm not quite sure how to change it. I don't know what to do. I'll try to move as little as possible. But the reason you're here today is because I have the intention of creating more content, but at uh, my own pace. Basically, the intention is to do a weekly podcast. There'll be maybe two hours, one hour, one hour most likely today because I'm excited starting. Talk about the specific topics that I want to cover. Do some meditation, maybe, you know, offer some advice. Uh, do something else, uh, talk about whatever I want to, and then chop them up and also post them, you know, post the full podcast, and then also, you know, post segments of the so-called podcast. At this point in time, it feels like saying making a podcast um, is a meme because everyone and their mother and their grandmother have a podcast. Of course, you know, this is going to be largely focused on what I want to talk about. I'm not going to, you know, this is not going to be some fanatic gossip channel. You're really going to find things about, you know, the competitive team here. But there are certain topics that uh, are interesting to talk about. Uh, there are certain things that I would like to address once in a while. And uh, it allows me for an opportunity to connect with you guys without killing my schedule. Uh, too much. So that uh, being said, I would require you know some assistance in choosing a name for this uh, show. Show, yes, show. So let me know what you think. I was to start off every episode by wearing pieces that have a lot of sentimental value for me. So. This is not going to help if you don't have someone send me a guide to fix. I already did this, Dominic. I already did what you recommended and it did not help. Maybe I'm going to try pressing the button again. Let's try pressing the button once again. Now I press the button. See, the, the autofocus is still going crazy. I uh, did exactly as you... I guess we just have to live with it. Nevertheless, I want to start off by wearing like sentimental pieces for me, you know? A big thing that people care about is, you know, what is your mother wearing? Like, uh, you know, uh, what's up with uh, his outfit, and I wanted to give you guys a backstory, and, uh, and and so forth. So today I'm wearing the very, very special Versace shirt that a lot of you guys know. So people always think, oh, Yamato's spending all of his money on, on clothes, but it's not necessarily the case. I, I like to 
pretty much buy key pieces that I can use in, in different outfits and that have good quality. Quality is a very, very underrated thing when it comes to clothes shopping, you know? You go to H&M, you buy t-shirts that break and change very, very quickly, which is fine, you know? They have some good shit, you know? H&M have some, have some good stuff. But this Versace shirt, you know, I bought it on, on sale. That was first, right? And, uh, and I've kept it, and the quality of it is insane, you know? I'm going to give this to my son one day when I grow too fat, you know? When I get too fat and old and my back is all crunched up for, from all the gaming I've done, you know, I'm going to be able to pass this, pass this on, you know? This is going to maintain that level of quality. So I don't necessarily see, you know, buying a piece of clothing as all that money is burnt away. I see longevity. And um, for me, there's a certain level of attachment and, and love that you have with an item that really speaks to you and that often comes at a higher price point. But I don't think you should ever be intimidated because the reason I matched the Versace shirt together with this one is because this coat, this coat I pretty much bought for 50 euro. So this coat, you know, this coat, right? You see this coat? For those who don't see it, it's a coat with like a boat sign, you have an anchor. Like it looks like I own a goddamn yacht or some shit. You know, this was 50 euro. And this was, this was a good catch, you know, this was a good catch. You mix and match some stuff and all of a sudden it looks like you own a boat, you know. This, this one I actually bought before I flew into Germany to coach for the first time. So back then I had no money. I saved up some money from Elo Boosting, which is uh, a big no-no. Don't need don't boost. <laughs> I was Elo Boosting back in Season 1, and I've been reprimanded for it, so don't go to Riot Games, you guys. Don't go to Riot Games. And um, all in all, I was like, I just went into a shop, and there was some, you know, there was a clothing rack with a lot of cheap stuff. And... I grabbed whatever I liked. And I was like, this looks like I own a boat. But another key thing to add is, this is one of the only coats that I brought with me to Korea. Because in Korea, usually that's the place where I get my tailored suits. Because it's a very, very good price point. The materials uh, are very cheap in Asia. And uh, that makes for good quality suits with good material for a very neat price point. So I have one tailored suit that is here from Berlin. And I have about six, seven suits from Korea. So I was like, I'm going to just bring one jacket. But then I noticed, you know, that with this one jacket, I, uh, I had no buttons. So <laughs> Sandbox, uh, they have this team assistant. And... Uh, and she is absolutely fantastic. I was like, in a joking manner, I was like, could you please help me, uh, you know, rebutton this jacket? And uh, it would be nice if you could make them golden. And I, and I realize sometimes that, you know, my, my, my jokes and my, <laughs> my demeanor doesn't get translated too well. Especially when it's a message that I want to carry through a medium. 
And uh, if it's in person, even if I say it, you, you get to see my demeanor, you know? Even if I talk in Swedish, let's say, uh, you can see in my demeanor that I am welcoming, right? You're not going to assume he said, fuck yourself, you know? That's, that's my point. But of course, you can have fun with it. Go fuck yourself. You, know, you can have a positive demeanor and still say something mean. This is, I, I'm not going to go into uh, the whole dynamic of what it means to communicate with others, but you get what I, what I mean, right? And she pretty much took this seriously. I was like, I want golden buttons. So she, she, she just found a place. They added golden buttons. Golden buttons. Boom, 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 boom. But this one, I realize now, is missing. So I have to join Sandbox again and ask the assistant to fix up my button. That's going to happen in the future. I'm just kidding. Fanatic for life. <laughs> the pants I'm wearing... Now, that's also a unique story. Everything has a story. You know, I like to have stories when it comes to clothing pieces. You know, that sentimental value makes me care for things more. See that t-shirt in the back here? Over here, I can't point at it. Over here, that's a t-shirt. No sentimental value. Just washed it, put it on the floor because it's still drying a little bit. That's no sentimental value there. These pants, basically, are, I didn't pack anything uh, for uh, my girlfriend's aunt wedding and i had to enter a shop and honestly i couldn't find anything that fits you know everything was weird swedish lifestyle and like styling choices they've took a turn for the worse so i like dark colors i like to wear dark colors um and, you know, there was, I arrived in Sweden during a transition, you know, during a transition of spring to summer. And summer clothes, man, summer clothes look strange to me. Like Swedish summer clothes, at least in the shops that I entered, it all looks like you're supposed to, you know, that, that you work on a boat. That's how it looks like. You work on a boat and you row that boat in, um, yeah, in, what's that city called? Venice? Venice? What's the, what's the name of that city? Help me out. Where you have to like row a boat, you know? You know that place? Yeah, it doesn't make Venice. Yeah, there we go. I wasn't too crazy. I just, I didn't want to buy anything like that. So I found these pair of pants in the back. And boom, slammed it on. Now these are the pants that uh, my girlfriend's aunt, I was about to say my girlfriend's aunt got married in, but no, she was wearing a wedding dress. Nevertheless, we move on. And then the final piece, you know, Yamaru, why are you wearing a cap when you're wearing uh, a suit or a blazer jacket? Well, the thing is, in most occasions, I wouldn't do this. But what happens to be worse than a cap is the hair that is beneath it. And um, I like to shower before I go to sleep. And today I slept a little bit extra. I felt like I deserved it from screaming the, the week and, uh, you know, working, working with the team. So I slept a little bit extra. And I wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, 
I get to make this episode before MSI starts. So that was a little bit of an introduction of what I'm wearing, why the camera sucks, and also at the same time, you know, you know why I'm wearing a cap. So let's begin with the first segment uh, of the show, which is going to be the meditation. So I, I welcome you all to, to join me, okay? I welcome you all to join me. If you would like to join me, go ahead. Uh, we're going to first and foremost discuss uh, the benefits of meditation. What is the purpose of meditation? So earlier, someone wrote the comment, I suck at meditating. Well, meditation is, to me, understanding, you know, how your mind functions. It's about getting closer to your own truth. So it's not about, you know, we, we of, often in the past, I'm saying we, but it, it was me. In the past, I had this idea due to how I was, I was raised that, you know, no emotions, stone cold. But what that really meant was whatever emotions came, you pushed them down. I'm, and with time, I've, I've learned that emotions can be very, very powerful and give you the most satisfying, you know, relationships and experiences. And um, love and anger and things can motivate and make people reach higher heights than ever before. And as human beings, we must learn about ourselves, we must truly understand ourselves. So imagine your emotions is a waterfall that is always active and always there, a waterfall. It's important to, to realize that it's always active because emotions come and go. Humans experience emotions. To put yourself in that position where you want to imagine that emotions don't exist, you just uh, put yourself at a disadvantage. So we accept that the emotions are there in the shape of a waterfall, right? But, you know, with this information, with the idea that the waterfall is there, you know, knowing that it's there, the practice of meditation is making sure that uh, the noise of the waterfall doesn't get in the way. That we don't get wet by walking through the waterfall. We don't let the waterfall stand in the way of what we truly want to see. Right? This waterfall can be a detriment. It can be a problem. So the key thing is to acknowledge that this waterfall is there, right? That's the purpose of meditation. Meditation is finding that waterfall that is the flow of your emotions, you know, the flow of your emotions. 
anti-UX, you have attention issues, which is common, very common, you know. I had to, at one point in my time, I was using three screens and I noticed that I need to have a show running, I needed to have music on while I was listening to the show, while I'm playing solo queue. It turned into something very, very bad. You know, I just needed to have activity in front of myself the entire time. And detoxing yourself from that is, you know, a good start. You need to allow yourself to be alone with your thoughts again. Thoughts are very, very powerful. And there are many things in the world that uh, want to take your attention. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch.tv even, League of Legends. There are things that want to grab your attention at all times. So it's very, very difficult to navigate. It's uh, almost unfair. And I've been through those ruts. But thoughts are very powerful. And all of these things are very, very thought-numbing. And uh, you look around you, you know, even the, 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 the scuffed camera that I'm using. The scuffed camera that I'm using, oh, it's a great camera, I just, I suck at uh, using it. Uh, this camera came from a thought. This Twitch.tv that you're on right now, or YouTube with Spotify, came from a thought. The table that I have right in front of me came from a thought. Everything around me in this room came from a thought. And um, with that, you know, the idea that thoughts are very powerful. Uh, it's important to to nourish those thoughts and not allow yourself to, you know, pretty much uh, get sunken into this, you know, mental diet that uh, you know, mental diet where you get bombarded with information on a daily basis. The, the, the new cycles, 24 hours, things change very fast. But back to the topic of meditation. So the idea is, you know, the waterfall is our emotions. We, address, we understand that it's there. We know that it's there. That makes it easier for us to not get wet, not get distracted by it, right? So that is the practice of meditation, being aware. You know, the idea is that you... You'd meditate and then you learn how you function and then you actively practice mindfulness throughout the day. So when you meditate, you're supposed to be in a you know, straightened back position. That's important because when you breathe, you breathe and you expand from every direction. It's not only the lungs, it's the stomach, it's the back. You expand in every direction when you breathe. So it's important to you know, have a strong uh, position very important so you can breathe in every direction and then the idea is to just notice mindfulness is uh, at the center of meditation mindfulness in, a, in, in the sense that you are present in the current moment in time being present is the only way we truly enjoy a moment in time being there being actively there and that's why it's always centered around the breathing because if I take a breath, I take a breath, it is in the now. 
Every breath that you take is current. It is very difficult to think about a, you know, breath that you had four hours ago. I'm not going to be able to remember a specific breath. I know that there's a lot of fear that comes with uh, meditation. It's like I have a hard time practicing and we have a lot of people have this mindset of, you know, punishing themselves when, when things are not going as, as they think it should go. But that's the key thing, you know. You getting distracted is just an opportunity for you to practice, you know. It's like a repetition, right? It's like a repetition in the gym. You, um, you space off and then you pull yourself back in. That is very, very positive. And sometimes you space off and, you know, you, you disappear. And that's okay too. It's, it's all okay. The, the key thing is, you know, you should walk away feeling proud that you did something for yourself. And meditation comes easier for others, hard, more difficult for someone else. It's not a quest of just punishing yourself because you get distracted. The whole idea of it is to, you know, practice. That's the thing. I'm guilty of music during gaming, working, also even stream sometimes. No, it takes practice, you know. Our mind gets addicted to things very, very easily. And then it's tough to regulate um, how much you should intake because it's so accessible. It's the same with, with food, right? Foods that were unaccessible for our ancestors are so easily accessible and they are constantly throwing that in our faces through advertisement. You go to the store, what is the last thing that you have to go through to get to the cash register? It's all the sugary and salty things that they know that people are going to, you know, <laughs> buy because they are human. And the same thing with Twitch, right? You open up Google, uh, Twitter, all of, all of the things, all the, the algorithm calculates uh, how, how can we make sure that this guy stays online and stays on the computer. Well, there are plenty of traps uh, that are there uh, in life. Would you say that music during work study is bad, aka distracting? Doesn't need to be, doesn't need to be. I just noticed that for myself in particular, in the example that I brought up, that it, uh, uh, it became very, very bad. You know, when I had the multiple screens going on and uh, like in, in the context of what I do, playing a game of League of Legends, you want to be fully focused on that game of League of Legends. And sometimes, you know, it's easier for people to focus on music. Maybe there's some background noise that's going on that would be worse. Maybe the silence can be uh, tougher to beat. But being comfortable in silence, being, you know, uh, pretty much... Comfortable in silence, being comfortable with yourself is something that feels good when you manage to achieve it. Because that's where you find yourself. This is where you find your thoughts. The idea is to practice mindfulness, become very mindful and aware of the day, and uh, being there present in the moment in time. Because the last thing you'd want is the days to kind of melt together. You want to actively enjoy things. That's what, that's what living is, uh, to me at least.
it's weird how how silence is also kind of a sound. It's as if doing nothing is also doing something. That makes sense. What are you doing? I'm doing nothing. Doing nothing is also doing something. Same way silence is also a sound. That's why the sound of silence is a song. But okay, let's do a short, you know, introduction uh, to meditation. Uh, you guys can uh, join along. I would just uh, take a good posture. Make sure you don't lean on any chair, right? So I'm not leaning on this chair. It might look like it, but I'm not. These uh, racer chairs are not that great, honestly. Because you're supposed to sit on your ass. And with these chairs, you sit on your legs. You're supposed to just uh, uh, sit on your ass. Me too. With tinnitus, I can never experience silence. Yeah, that's, that's tough. I, I've had tinnitus sometimes. It comes and goes. Um, but uh, definitely, right? Um, in, in no shape or form uh, do I, you know, I'm not going, meditation is a solution to active, you know, health complications, you know? So, of course, you guys need uh, professional help. That's the way to go, you know? Just whoever is interested can join me in, in meditation. And for some, it might not work. I'm not going to say it's, 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 it's a miracle thing, but. I um, do believe strongly in it. I think it's, it's a process of practice. So let's take a uh, good posture. Good posture. Make sure that your back is straight. Make sure that uh, you know, you're not supposed to be comfortable. You know? It's okay uh, to not be comfortable. You know? we take a couple of deep breaths. Next breath, just close your eyes and slow down your breathing. So this waterfall that I've talked about before, the waterfall can be sounds in your environment, can be thoughts, can be emotions, anything you would consider a distraction from your purpose. Mindfulness is the idea of focus. Let's begin there. I would like you to scan the room, any type of sounds. Don't chase any sound. Just notice and move on. Just scan the room. I want you to hone in on the points of pressure 
that your weight creates, whether it's on the chair, the floor, your feet, your hands on your knees. Just notice the pressure that you're applying through the force of gravity. And now, create an image of your body in your mind. Scan it from your head down to your toes and up. For any feelings of comfort, pain, discomfort, maybe heat, maybe cold. But just notice. Don't adjust, and when you notice, just keep scanning. to fight that urge of wanting to readjust your posture. Just notice, move on. And now, we're going to take a couple of deep breaths and every time you breathe out notice the tension in your shoulders and your neck and your back to go out with the air that you push out Every time you breathe out, just notice the tension. Now, I want you to bring back your focus to the sounds in the environment. Don't chase, just notice 
and move on. Now just take a moment to relax your mind. Let it go and just let it wander if it wants to. Whenever you feel ready, can open your eyes. I want you to leave with the feeling that you've done something for yourself. Feel proud, feel grateful, no matter how it went. You've taken some time out of the day for yourself only. Okay. I always feel, you know, like that moment when I open my eyes, it feels like you are reborn, you know? You, you just, uh, you're back in reality somewhat. With a fresher perspective, everything just looks a little bit sharper. You know, what I've noticed, you know, of course, if you are experiencing anxiety and stress, you know, I am not in any shape or form equipped to uh, give you know, advice on, on everything, but I can tell you how, how things have been from my perspective and I've noticed, you know, stress and anxiety ebbs and flows. It comes and goes. Sometimes there's more of it, sometimes there's less of it. Depends on factors that are other than entirely in my control. And what I've noticed in those times, in those most trying times, where I've experienced a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress, I had more difficult time meditating, because meditating is very honest. It's very, very honest. You are there with yourself. 
experiencing stress and anxiety while meditating, maybe that's the truth, you know? Maybe you are stressed and anxious. At least that's how it has worked for me. I'm not entirely sure about your situation, you know? I can't know how anyone else experiences meditation. And if it just makes you feel bad, you shouldn't do it. You definitely shouldn't do it if it makes you feel bad. Okay. The, the, the act of meditation is about understanding how you function and being mindful in your day-to-day. So meditation is something that you can practice at all times. You can, you can practice being mindful at all times, whether you're playing a League of Legends game or you're painting or coloring. You know, there's a lot of things that a function for you. Well, with that being said, I believe we should move on to the next segment. Thank you, Azumat. I appreciate uh, that you took the time to write such a nice comment. So, as we uh, transition to the next segment, I am the same as you, RIP131. I, I also really work better under pressure. You know, stress and anxiety has a purpose, you know, in, in human beings, as, as weird as it sounds. It's just that our natural inclinations and our instincts are very, like, let's say they are incorrectly adjusted for what the world is today. You know, the world is improving at such a rapid, like, Everything around us is just getting better and faster and quicker and everything is just so quick and moving in front of us with um, such a pace that our biology can't really keep up. In the past, I'm sure stress and anxiety was, you know, know, a good indicator of, of, of something needs to change. It's like, oh, you need to do something. You need to, this is, you know, stress. Okay, there's a sense of urgency. Maybe this is going to make you active, you know. It's like in the past it was good to collect sugar and fats because you don't know what's going to happen in the winter. Maybe you're not going to have food and then it's important to survive and that's why you just have to mash it in. And it's like when we walk into the store, uh, you know, all these sugars, they are so accessible to us and uh, are, you know, we need, to, we need to adjust these knobs a little bit uh, to, to, to function in, in, in a life uh, that... Uh, we're living today. Uh, nevertheless, I wanted to give some uh, feedback on MSI. You know, I thought that the general level of MSI was not so high. Not so high. But I don't blame the teams. I don't blame the teams because one thing I understand that I'm going to look at past MSIs with rose tinted glasses because you like to remember them better for what they are. Just that, uh, you know, 2000. 19, the one that, uh, of course, G2 won. That was an incredible event with some some decent teams. You had IG, you had SKT, you had um, uh, Team Liquid, and you had G2. You had the staple names coming from all the best regions. But you also noticed that something's off with the idea that uh, 
you know, with the idea that uh, you know, Team Liquid did in fact beat IG, so that's kind of weird, right? Um, G2 won and, and, and so forth, uh, there was a lot of weirdness to it. Uh, there was an absurd amount of best of ones, I agree, skillers, killers, but yeah, I'm not sure. The, the, the new format isn't too bad, honestly. It's not too bad. It's just incredibly draining. That's like my main point here, is that going to MSI is incredibly draining. It was in the past. Like in the past, it was very, very draining. Nowadays, it's even more draining. Because imagine now Mad Lions, right? They just played their semifinals. They went to five games. And um, they have LAC starting in about... Like less than 20 days. That is exhausting as fuck. Very exhausting. And in the past, MSI was also always, always tiring to go to because you play your whole spring split and then you go. Now it's even worse because you have to quarantine. You have to quarantine, you have to be in a room. It was in Iceland, which is probably super nice, but probably, you know, just painful because you don't get to experience how nice Iceland is because honestly I've been to many tournaments in my life many 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 competitions and almost never did I ever get a chance to experience anything that is uh, going on with that being said we have a finals I think Mad Lions should be proud of what they accomplished I think they did really well taking them onto five games and um between Daman and RNG, oh, Daman have had a very, very hard time because their the bot lane seems very out of place. And Ghost is a very intelligent player, but I think when it comes to me being mechanically crisp, I don't think he's at the level of some of the LPL AD carries. I think you get pushed in a very, very different way as an AD carry in the LPL. Um, and when it comes to playing Kaiser and so forth, you know, it just hasn't looked that good. You know, I, I am a big fan of Ghost when it comes to playing the Jins and the Ashes because intelligence is a lot more rewarded and uh, individual skill uh, expression in terms of mechanics become a lot more rewarded when it comes to playing things like Tristana and Kaiser. So Ghost looks a little bit out of place when it comes to this meta. Beryl, I don't know what's happening with him. Uh, Beto has not been playing that well. Uh, I believe hearing a rumor about him not play, wanting to play solo queue in E West, and that the same thing happened over in China, as far as I know, that he just likes playing in the Korean solo queue ladder. Then he was playing a lot of Genshin Impact, but it's easy to take you know simple rumors like that and. Uh, put them all on the idea of why someone's underperforming, when in reality we can't know. It's very easy to grasp the first thing. It's like, oh, he's looking at these weeb waifus and that's why he's underperforming. But I think that's simplifying a lot of aspects of what is performance. Like performance is very complicated. It's a tricky thing. All in all, when I think of the finals, I think Damwon, you know... Diamond, like Showmaker, has been playing out of his mind. I think Khan has been decent. I think Canyon has been good. I think the bowling has been struggling. I think RNG 
like if if you compare the two teams, I would say uh, mid jungle advantage uh, Damwon. I think top is even, and then bot is advantage RNG. If you look back at the games between Damwon and RNG, what what Damwon do very very well is that they acquire natural advantages very very good. It means they're set up for objectives and rift heralds, which is also an objective, and how uh, they uh, put themselves. In a winning position without you know hoping for an enemy mistake is very crisp but something that they've lost is their level of precision they were very very precise in the past and whenever they made an advantage and they were in a winning position um, in the games against rng it was very strange to see them get caught canyon was getting caught uh, khan was getting caught Barrel was getting caught and um, RNG were very, very quick to pounce. That's what RNG is good at. Very good at pulling the trigger. Very good at understanding when, what space is theirs and what space is not down ones. And down ones, down one have been, you know, not, they've just not faced that type of opposition that is going to punish you in such a manner that, you know, you know RNG are very, very well aware of this is our space. And then boom, you know, we're going to, you know, uh, knock your shit in and then happened uh, two times if i look at the two teams rng has impressed me a little bit more but showmaker has <laughs> impressed me equally much i think this is going to be a very very tough best of five i think in terms of of drafting we've seen some you know silliness from from both teams honestly but i feel like damwon you know it's, it's weird for me to count out damwon you know Game five yesterday, they just told their bot lanes, like, just don't trade. We're going to win this game, you know? Uh, we're going to win this game. You know, RNG have played better, you know? They've played better this tournament. I'll give them that. But it's not easy to predict this best of five. It's really not easy. Uh, thank you very much for the rate hysterics casts. It's not easy to predict this best of five, I feel. I don't want to underestimate uh, that one feels weird to underestimate that one and uh, playing a best of five shows a lot more than best of ones but rng this tournament have looked better i think the the team fighting and the level of um, you know impact ad carries have i think gala sits better but what i'm thinking you know what i'm thinking when it comes to to the bot lane like imagine if you're Damwon and you just commit to throwing bands in the direction of, you know, removing Kaiser, remove, um, you know, you remove the trash as they perma band, right? And then you just play, just play Ash, Jin, Senna, and, and that's it, you know? Maybe that's the way, you know? Reduce the amount of impact that both has and then, you know, Damon looked good, right? Showmaker has looked crazy good this tournament. So it's hard for me to, to predict RNG. You know, I, I don't want to commit in that direction and just blindly you know, say, hey, this is going to happen. RNG is going to win because they went to, won two best of ones. I think it's a little bit more complicated than that. I think there's certain draft adjustments that Damon can do that would impact you know, RNG heavier than the other way. But at the same time, Showmaker is their best performer, and 
the mid lane champion pool has been very slim at this tournament for every mid laner. There's not a lot of mid laners like Zoe. Uh, there's Zoe, there's Salas, there's Oriana, Victor, Lucian, and then whatever flavor of uh, mid laner that you want to pick, right? The mid lane pool has been very slim. So there's a way, you know, to also throw bands in Showmaker's direction. He plays like everything. You pull out Yon or Jace. Yeah, the Jace was, was pretty neat. The Yon, uh, not so much. Like, uh, but to be fair, that draft was very, very uh, one-sided for uh, Odama, I would say. But yeah. If gun to my head, I would have to make a prediction. I would say RNG. But I think it's going to be closer than people think. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Daman figures some stuff out overnight. But as a final note on MSI, I don't envy the teams that have to go through this because it is, you know, I, I must imagine that both RNG and Daman are tired as fuck. I must just imagine that all the teams that were in the semis, tired, very, very tired. Now they have to go back and quarantine again. You know, that is, that is rough. So I don't envy that, and I wish them good luck. <laughs> okay, some thoughts on MSI. Uh, we move on to the next segment of the show, which is uh, Yamar Cannon's uh, advice corner. So I pull up. So if you want to join in. So this is a segment of the show that I wanted to call uh, advice corner or hashtag advice or something like that. You just... Uh, pretty much you hop in on the discords and if you have any you know questions you can just hop in on the advice tab and you can just uh, write a note and i'll give my best advice i'm not a doctor and if i don't know what to tell you i will also just uh, tell you that too it's like if you tell me oh i have this wart on my foot i have foot fungus what am i supposed to do and I'll tell you, you should probably get that checked because I have no fucking clue why you're asking me. Let's get to uh, the advice uh, that people have asked. Geku asks, Hey Yamaro, I've been getting into play-by-play -play casting. I cast for my university and for some minor organizations, but I find it hard to really get myself out there. How can I work to cast big events, improve as a caster, and what are some things you feel are missing in today's most prominent casters so i think it's good to take inspiration from the casters that are successful uh, it's it's good to take inspiration from uh, what the majority likes because that's the business that casters are in and analysts are in it's important to you know find yourself in a position where you are appealing oh i didn't expect that Thank you very much, uh, Desaurus. I'm going to mute uh, the alert box uh, for the remainder of, uh, of the episode, but I appreciate it very much. Thank you. So back to your question. You know, you're in the business of appe appeasing to the majority. So it's, um, it, 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 you have to find a balance between being yourself and also, you know, understanding what uh, the public likes, because uh, on, on these topics, the public is often right, because that's how... Uh, tournament organizers, you know, choose. That's how they choose. 
It's a very tough field because keep in mind if you want to become a high-end caster and you want to cast for the bigger events, there is not a lot of open positions. It's like how many casters are there in total? Maybe 10, 15, 20 if I'm being generous, right? And then there's a tier below that where it's the, the RL leagues and that's a lot of people too. And I think if anything, you know, I would recommend looking into the regions that have... Uh, less exposure and trying to become the face of that region i think that would be like a clever way of finding your niche and with that also finding your entry for example uh vietnam the 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 the, the vietnamese uh, league is quite large there's a lot of business going on there and i know that uh, some people have you know uh, tried to cover and try to cast those games and i think it's just about you know being patient because it's very, very cruel. It's a very cruel business because a lot of people want the same thing as you and you need to hope to be ready for when you get lucky. So there's an element of luck to it, right? You need to be seen by the right person. And uh, when you are seen by the right person, what level are you going to be at? So you just need to keep preparing yourself for that moment in time when someone's going to notice you. Keep preparing yourself for that moment in time because eventually, most likely, it's going to happen. If you're doing a good thing, uh, humans have a weird way of being connected somehow. You know, it's like someone tells a friend that tells a friend that tells a friend and tells a friend, and that guy happens to know uh, Trevor Quickshot Henry, and he just mentions it to him while they're having coffee down by the bagel shop. You know, so people have a weird way of being connected. So just. Keep doing your absolute best. Output work. Output work and uh, do your research. You know, you have, you're working in a field where you can actually look at great casters and take inspiration from them. So that's something that I recommend that you do. Okay, cool. And in regards to what are some things that you feel are missing in today's most prominent casters, it's hard for me to say. Uh, I am not so... You know, deep into it, you know, uh, like I knew what my niche would be if I was a caster. But all in all, you know, that's what it is. I, I, I knew that I could leverage the fact that I used to be a coach in order to strengthen my position. Uh, do you see Catalin Stefan? Hello, Yamaro. First of all, thank you for making this effort. I've noticed myself stagnating at a certain point in everything, and I, I do. I'm pretty much repeating the same few mistakes. When I try to avoid one of them, I'm surely falling into the trap of repeating one of the others. The more terrible thing is that I notice myself doing one of the mistakes almost immediately, immediately, uh, and I stop doing everything I do at the moment. I, and I think this pulls me back as much as doing the mistakes. How can I be sure I'm asking myself the proper questions before and while doing something? And how can I get my situational awareness improved? Thank you in advance for your time and advice. Hmm. It's a, a little more difficult without the context of uh, the mistakes uh, that uh, are happening. Right? But I would say, you know, Fixing mistakes is not something that happens 
fast. Breaking habits is, is difficult and fixing mistakes is difficult. Sometimes it helps to go a level deeper. It's like, I made a mistake. Why did I make the mistake? And recognizing your own patterns of behavior is the only way of changing that pattern of behavior. But, hmm. You know, this process can be very lengthy, you know. It's like addressing one mistake, let's say in the context of League of Legends, and um, expecting change right away. You know, sometimes our habits are very deeply rooted. And sometimes repeating the process of, you know, asking yourself why and how and the reason why you fell into that trap again. You know, just understanding your patterns is the only way of truly improving mistakes. And when it comes to you know, managing multiple things at the same time, because you mentioned that when I try to avoid one of them, I'm surely falling into the trap of repeating one of the others. This is also something that uh, comes with time. You know? It takes practice to be able to focus on multiple things at once. In the context of League of Legends, like let's say you have to look at your minimap a little bit more. You know, there's a, there's a certain level of uh, attention that we can achieve. Uh, this is, uh, you know, in the context of what uh, Abdul said, there's a certain level of attention span that you have, you know. Are you getting ganked? Is the super roaming? Uh, uh, now it's the lane. Now it's about the minions. Now it's about the summons. There's a lot of things that... Uh, are there and are in, in, in motion. And that's also a skill. It's just something that you need to, to practice. And when you review you know, your state of mind and your process, you just need to look at all of those things. But it's important to focus in, focusing in on one thing at a time because you don't want to uh, overwhelm yourself. So honestly, the, the best piece of advice that I can give you is keep practicing, keep practicing. Moha Fon Sum, hey coach. I want to get your advice about a thing. Let me get the situation clear to you. My dad bought me a laptop after decades of asking, but under one condition, which is not to play video games on it. But it turns out that that laptop has good specs. To play League of Legends, and I couldn't resist. I'm playing LOL now for nine months secretly without him catching me playing it. The thing is, I started to get sick of that and I wanted to confess to, him, confess to him and I need some good arguments to convince him that playing video games on laptop isn't a bad thing. Thanks in advance. Well, I would say, you know, I've been in that position for sure. 
you know, there are many approaches you can be take with this, right? You can be honest. You can be honest. Why are you playing League? Do you know the answer to that? <laughs> why are you playing League? You're playing it because you get to socialize with your friends. You get to experience a world that, you know, is not so easy to find on the outside. You get to, you know, the, the, this answer needs to come from within, right? The other way is to say, yo, look, esports is a real thing. I'm doing research. You know, you can think of some bullshit, right? You can think of some bullshit. It's like, I'm doing research. I want to work in esports. There's a lot of money. Look how much money these guys are making. Look at this guy. He's wearing a Versace sh shirt and he's streaming. You know, this is my dream. This is what I want to do. I want to take over the world. You know, if you, if you, if you think of something, you know, clever to say that, you know, appeases to some of the older minds, it's usually like money, success, and, you know, finding, you know, you know, might be the case. And, uh, might also be the case that maybe your parents have good intentions and they are right in saying that maybe you shouldn't be playing on your video, like on your laptop. Maybe this is uh, hurting your sleep. Maybe this is, uh, you know, uh, making your grades suffer. Maybe there's something there that they, they have, you know, in mind. So it feels weird for me to give advice uh, on this particular topic because maybe your father knows better than you. Sometimes that can be true, you know. If you come to me with advice to and arguments to, to convince them that playing video games on laptop is a bad thing, you know, it depends because it can be a bad thing, you know. It can be a bad thing. It can be a fine thing. It can be an okay thing. You just need to find uh, the answer to that question from within. It's like, why are you playing video games? Ask yourself, that is the answer good? Um, if no... You still think that this is something that, uh, you know, uh, if you don't have a good answer, maybe your father's just right. Yeah? Let's continue. Supreme Bear IV wrote, My dental degree is difficult, but I'm not sure you can help me with that one. Well, my, my brother happens to be a dentist, so you could have shipped your question, and, uh, and that's it, you know? Unbeatable. Hi, Amaro. If you wanted to break into the LEC scene as an analyst or a coach, how would you go about it nowadays? Doing YouTube clips and posting it on Reddit. Kind regards, Unbeatable. Well, I think the key thing is, you know, we're still at a very, very young point in time of League of Legends esports. And, um, you know, not everything is figured out. You know, I'm learning things on a daily basis, new things. I am coaching very different today from what I did uh, in Spring Split, and I'm actively learning about what I believe, what coaching is. And the key thing to make sure that you break out is solve problems that you see, right? It's the same with coming up with an invention, right? There was this known story in Sweden where someone made a plastic banana protector. So basically he saw a problem that... A lot of people just accept it to live with. It's like you put your banana in your backpack and then it just gets beaten up and has bruises and shit. And then this guy thought of this plastic banana cover and this guy turned into a millionaire because he patented it and it was his thing, right? You can't really patent things uh, here in League of Legends, but there are certain elements 
that might, you might notice about, you know, coaching, uh, about analysis that you notice are missing, try to become the person that pushes things ahead of the curve. That is probably the easiest way of breaking out, but at the same time, not easiest, it's the toughest way, but it's the fastest way. That's, that's, the, that's the right way of putting it. It's the fastest way. Otherwise, just do YouTube clips, post on Reddit, get active in the scene. Get active in the scene, uh, coach individuals, just create a body of work that you make sure that when that lucky break happens, that you have, you're ready, you know? When, when one of the head coaches of the big LEC teams writes to you, show me what you got, you are ready for that moment in time. So just work to be as ready as possible and uh, create a body of work, you know? Get YouTube clips out there, go on Reddit, use the fact that uh, social media is doing, making it easier than ever. Sexy Squidward. Hello, Yamaro. What do you think about AI and League of Legends? There's already an AI for Dota 2 that haven't beaten the best Dota 2 team. How would it affect pro players should it exist? Another thing is the thing in football that talks about how every country has different play style relative to what is happening in the country. For example, Brazil football team focuses on self-dependence because how life is like there. I can see the same thing in league, mostly in LPL, and I think it's the same reason that NA and EU isn't as good as LPL and LCK because they're a group of countries, states. Do you think it's the same thing with league? And would it mean people should find their own style than copying the best? Well... I would say uh, there are a lot of elements here that, uh, that matter. Culture matters, for sure. Culture impacts who you are as an individual. And I think when it comes to uh, European League of Legends, having good ideas from multiple cultures and making it work can be very, very rewarding. You know, when it comes to the AI part of the question, you know, if I had an AI that we could practice against, it would be the same as chess. You know, you would figure out new moves. You would figure out new ways of playing the matchup. Uh, like, let's say I could, I have a perfect AI. And I would say, yo, Niski, we're going to try Silas versus Oriana. We're going to check out how this AI plays it. And then maybe there's things to learn there from how they uh, play specific matchups. Maybe they, they have a weird item build. Maybe they have weird runes. Maybe they have a weird way of perceiving the game that is just so deep that uh, we couldn't comprehend, so you kind of just copy, right? And then you figure out, oh, this is why, uh, why they're doing it. You know, they would, it would accelerate the process of improving teams in League of Legends. Like, the average level in League of Legends would improve so vastly. Like, if you look at chess, right? Chess is a very ancient game. It's a very old game. And now, if you're playing at what is considered bronze or silver MMR in chess... People are damn good. And at the highest end, they are so far away from anything that you can, you need a fucking, what is, what is it called? A fucking, you need binoculars or some shit to see even a, a glimpse of them, you know? It's, it's, it's very, very, you know, the, the, the level is vastly different. And that is due to the time of the game and also due to the engines, you know? A telescope, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. The engines also have improved the level of chess too because they've been inspired by AlphaZero. They've been inspired by, uh, by Stockfish and so forth because there are things there that uh, you can take away. And um, I could see the same thing happening for League of Legends. I would use it for practice purposes. Uh, 
uh, when it comes to uh, you know culture and how it affects players, of course it matters, you know. But uh, background matters, socioeconomic background, culture matters, experiences matter. There's a lot of elements that matter when it comes to each individual. For example, I coached in Korea, and everyone had a similar, of course, a similar cultural background, and it made it made some things a lot easier and some things a lot harder. Uh, but I think the key thing in, in European League of Legends, when you have, for example, Vitality, we have a lot of people from different cultures, there is a lot of great things to uh, take away from, you know, from each culture, you know. When you, when you make things work, you have these different perspectives. Uh, it allows for more creativity. It allows for more, you know, flexibility and, and, and freedom when you get to mix all of these uh, different cultures. But uh, I believe there is a lot of elements here at play uh, when it comes to the LPL and LCK, it's like um, the LCK and, and Korea have um, a lot of history when it comes to esports. They have a clear path to becoming a pro. Their organizations are fantastic. The culture, in terms of how discipline is viewed, is also you know next level, and that's like really, really broken. I'm not gonna lie. It's like when I had the sandbox players, everyone's very disciplined and understands that they need to practice, and the energy in the room is so infectious. And, uh, you know, the hierarchy of, of how older people are treated and people in higher positions are treated, you know, that's something that is also, you know, deeply rooted in how things are culturally. So there's a lot of ease that comes to it. But sometimes uh, these uh, situations can uh, miss a hint of individual expression and, and creativity. And that's something that I try to pursue uh, super, super much by, you know, uh, uh, in in sandbox in my time in sandbox, so I think there is a discussion there, but I don't think it's the end all be all because I think you know I wouldn't be surprised if you know I'm I'm not so well versed in football, but I'm pretty sure the clubs, the best clubs in the world, would beat national teams. I'm pretty sure that's the case. Now, if you think of like let's say you would take the Champions League winner. Versus the world like World Cup finals winner, I'm pretty sure the Champions League winner would would be better, be be the better team, right? So that's where the argument falls flat. But I could be wrong, right? It's only hypothetical. All right, we're gonna do one last one, Squid asks, coronavirus has destroyed my mental capabilities to focus on things I enjoy outside of video games and social media. I feel as if I'm constantly seeking dopamine hits. I find myself unable to even watch longer YouTube videos anymore. Next year, I'll be going to university in a really intense program. I'm really worried about how to sort out this problem before I go to university because I'm worried about my life crashing down around me. You seem to have great philosophies surrounding work. Do you have any suggestions for how I can back get back on track in my life so i've been exactly where you've been and i think it's way more common than we think and uh, on my end you know i've noticed that the world is designed to keep our attention you know to to trap our attention and to numb our thoughts and what I recommend to you is to detox. Genuinely detox. 
you know stay away from this discord stay away from my youtube stay away from everything and just detox it's the same thing you know when people struggle with uh, nutrition right people struggle with nutrition is because often what happens is you know the, the idea of an acquired taste so i'm in no shape or form a scientist so i'm gonna you know this is gonna sound a lot like bro science it's, it's just you know it's, it's it's an acquired taste the same way you know being on youtube and getting these dopamine hits it just gets worse and worse right it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse with time the more you the the, the deeper you go into that hole the same thing works in nutrition right you um You have like these salty items, these, uh, you know, sugary items that, uh, you know, you've acquired an, a taste for. You've, you've literally acquired a taste for these sugary and salty items. And that's what your mind and your body is going to crave because that is your mental diet at the time. And you need to detox yourself. You literally need to detox yourself. You need to stay away from these things for quite some time you know it's too much of anything is 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 bad and there are certain things that are uh, very very addictive you know there's porn there's there's sugar there's there's salty things there's uh, dopamine hits online there's there's twitter and and facebook these these are all things that uh, are very very addictive so what i recommend to you is just do nothing. Stay away. Take a couple of days off from screens. Put your phone away. Um, you need to pretty much detox yourself. That's what I recommend. Detoxing yourself and then from that point onward, when you've managed to do that, you can uh, start over and... Uh, try to create the habits that you want to have but you need to like detox completely the same way people detox from porn people detox from from uh, from foods same thing for your mental diet you need to detox yourself and then remove that second screen because you don't want to have two monitors two monitors is really really bad uh and uh Start from there. I look forward to hearing how the, how the detox works out. Actually, I don't. You're supposed to not. Not at all. You're not supposed to write anything here. Anyhow. Two models is great if you're in software development. Yeah, yeah, sure. In, in some lines of working can be easier, right? Be better, right? Like, for example, if I'm working... It's good to have uh, two screens. Like I'm going to watch scrims and then I write notes on the other screen. That's helpful, right? But sometimes people are playing League and then they have YouTube going on on the other screen. They're watching PewDiePie. Uh, fucking rap or something. Who knows? So that was the final question of the day. We're going to continue with the other questions some other time. I appreciate you guys very, very much for uh, joining me today. Uh, this was the first episode. It was kind of scuffed. I think it can be better. Uh, we're going to have it um, uh, next Sunday again. So I appreciate all of you. Uh, I'm going to watch MSI. It's going to be exciting. All the best to all of you. 
uh, take care and uh, bye bye all the best <laughs>